We're back. We're back. We're back, motherfuckers. Um, welcome to the new year. Welcome to, I guess the last one we did, the premium was the new year. I don't know, man. Uh, that's what it is what it is, you know. Yeah, I'm man, don't fuck this up for me, <laughs> please. Welcome to the first uh, free episode of the new year, all you yeah. cheap motherfuckers. Yeah, all you guys that basically, you know. All you t- chosen by God ones who pay right. for the premiums. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And deserve to have your dick sucked a million times every day. Yeah. Welcome to the second episode of Pandeo Time. A week. The greatest year of all time, I believe. 2022, yeah, dude, 2022, year of our Lord. AD. Dude, it's going to. I'm so excited for the same things to happen. <laughs> look, uh, this look entire... you, you're being real negative right now. It's not think... even, dude. Honestly, 2021 was a solid year for me. I'm not going to fiddle around. 2020 and 2021 were not bad uh, for me. Um, so, hey, you know, if 2022, you know, if we can just keep that bar there. 2019 can kiss my ass. Yeah, that was a um, tough one. Um, that was a tough one. And, you know, the years before that were also. I don't like 2020 for being the same number. <laughs> you know. I like going down the list. I'm like, 2019 was bad. 2018 was really, really dog shit. 2017. Dude, 2005. <laughs> Homeschool pre- uh, kindergarten was rough, man. Yeah. Um, the, you know, 20, 2016 was not bad. Um, 22 was a solid year. 2013 was was fun. Uh, I was dude, in I middle got, school, so, you know. Unrelated. I have to, like, I think we talked about this outside of the show. I, like... I hate when people do this shit to me where I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? And they're like, ah, you know, you know, I mean, you know, this is what like clearly like, hey, man, I don't I don't I don't, I didn't. You're just so say good. You know, you're just supposed to say it's, it's good. Uh, One of the other coaches at 10th Planet was like, hey, man, how you doing, bro? I was like, I'm alive, I guess. That's what I, I came out like. I don't know why I chose that option in the dialogue wheel, but he was like, uh, uh, all right, you know, like, which is the appropriate response. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't want to talk to anybody. I've just been, you know, fucking. Dude, you're just an emo bad boy. Dude, that's true. And that's why, you know, that's all of my all the good things in my life coming from me being a, sort of like a like a like Spider-Man three Tobey Maguire. After yeah, the, you're like a, you're like the devilish gangster. <laughs> and me, I'm like the, I'm like the lovable boy next door. At a job interview, and they're like, "Just uh, all right." Last question. Uh, this has gone really great. Two words to describe you. Like, uh, what do you mean? Like, you know, oh, just two words. Don't think too hard about it. Just right off the top of your head. Uh, I guess I'm like a devilish gangster. Sort of like you know, like a, like a sly bad boy. I guess you know more like a. I'm pretty much like a. I'm like I'm a spiritual jock. <laughs> I'm kind of like a sinister, just like a like a sinister hip hop guru. You know, I'm, I'm just something sort of like a. I'm twisted. kind of a doomcore metal slut with a taste for danger. <laughs> like two words, sir. They're hitting the security two button. Two words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was the fucking some of the like terms, like. I think doomers like the. I mean, I don't know. It's just. I think I used it the other day, and you were like, "What did you just say?" But it is like, bro, bro, are you for real cooming right now? (laughs) 
dude, it really sounds like you, like you just got like. Yeah, just, I'm all good. You just stood in a, a field of like fucking pollen. Just no, I'm all good. A lot of people I know are saying that I'm. I look and sound better <laughs> than I ever have. <laughs> people are you, saying this is a new. You're, this is a brand new time for Tom. You're like you 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 answered. I thought the lights were too bright in your room or something, but you're like squinting when you answered. I was like, oh, what the fuck? And then sometimes it's go, it's cool when your eyes are swollen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And your whole face is puffy and fucked up looking. Uh, um, you know, it's it's a new chic. It's like shabby chic, you know, where moms will get old furniture and like uh, repaint it, but scratch off some of the paint. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that for like all my organs. Re- oh, you're resurfacing your liver and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, but with like with mucus and like uh, bile. Yeah, I, I always uh, thought bile was like a came from a swamp or something. And it comes from inside your body. I think it's yeah, but like as a kid, you know, you hear bile and you're like, ugh, gross. I uh, the first time I got drunk, uh, I think I was nine, and I uh, and I threw up like the 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 wine cooler, the Arbor Mist or whatever the fuck it was called. And uh, after that, I was throwing up, like, green liquid, and I didn't know what bile was. And I was oh, like, I'm, yeah. I'm dying. Like, I was, I told my dad, I was like, I, Dad, I had one drink, and I'm going to die. You gave me one, you know. And he was like, uh, you know, that's just it just lives in your stomach. It gets rid of you, the bad stuff. And I was like, I wasn't comprehending any of that. I just assumed I overdosed and I was going to die. But, you know, it was just a glass of strawberry, strawberry fresh arbor mist wine cooler uh quite tasty strawberry wine nine years old stuff like that you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah stuff like Uh, that you know (laughs) did you ever uh i guess i don't know what like like the high school you went to you said the shabby chic it reminded me of like when i was doing like community theater and stuff uh there was also like a dance studio next to the thing and more so than, like, I've known moms who put their fucking little girls in pageants. Like, when I was in junior high and high school, there was a pageant here called Miss Sylvan Beach. And the moms who put their fucking dogs <coughs> in that shit are psychopaths. Uh, yeah. But dance moms are, like, a different breed entirely. Like, they are, without a doubt, I think, more so than, like, ex-military hard-ass dads or, like, cool dads. Like, cool, like, in terms of parent loadout... Dance moms are the fucking worst because they like, they're like, my daughter is on the baton team. And, and there's like this, they're all, by the way, they're all like, they have the Bob haircut. Yeah. And they all weigh, you know, they have a BMI of like 49 or some shit. And there's like a, I don't know if it's like a South, a Southern thing, but it seems like maybe it's everywhere. I don't fucking know, but it seems like there's this fundamental like evil that radiates off these women. They are like the absolute like bane of my existence. I don't know why. Um, Maybe you hate creativity and hustle. I think I just hate old, just any old fat white woman. Just shut yeah. it down. Oh yeah, good. it's good you said white. Or, or, you know. <laughs> oh thank God, thanks of, for making fun of fat white women. You know. I feel like if you put white women in front of anything, like if you're just, it's like, oh, <coughs> like you're like 
I just, I just, if you were to say, oh, I hate women, it's like, okay, well, that, that's tough. You can't say something. Yeah, like Jake's that. like, why are fat white ladies so loud at the grocery store? <laughs> why are, why do fat white, white ladies take so long at the, uh, in line at HEB? Why are they on their phone on speaker? <laughs> why? <Yeah. laughs> I'm tired of seeing all these, these, uh, these damn white women at the movies, you know. Because that's how you know with it's going to be their display, time. With their phone screen on the brightest setting and they're texting and talking the whole movie. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get off that. Um, we can keep rolling with it if yeah, you want Yeah, we can us. keep going. Fat Asian women. Those are actually, you know what, I don't even think. There might been, be two of them in the yeah, world. Yeah, there might be two. I just realized, I don't know. They don't let was, Asian women, I don't know. I don't like. I think okay. they just snatch the bowl out of their hands if they're. I'm know? trying. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I to don't think, think I've ever met a fat Asian woman. I don't think so either, man. I can't. My mind's just drawing a blank cube, like a black. It's just a, a black screen in my mind's eye. I've met like slightly chubby Asian guys, but not like, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, but not fat, that there aren't. But you know, it's just such a lower rate. Well, fat men aren't fat, you know. Fat men are just, just guys, you know. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> yeah. I wanted uh, <laughs> what I wanted to do something. I wanted to get like a. I don't know, dude. I don't know what I'm saying. I want. Why aren't you wearing a shirt, man? That's my thing. Oh, hey, dude, like I said, I took two Sudafed early, like early in the fucking day, and I had a shit ton of espresso, and I started freaking the fuck out, and then I went to the gym, and I had another caffeinated beverage, and I was at the gym for like two hours, and I worked out really hard, and then I came home and made dinner, and I was pouring sweat still, like after my shower, and I was yeah. sitting here waiting for you to call me, and I was just like, I was freaking the fuck out, I was overheating, so, I yeah, think my, well. I don't, my blood pressure's up, well, it also could have something to do with, I'll do two hours of hard cardio, fucking hard, <coughs> sparring, pads, bag, push-ups, shit, and then I'll come home and I'll fucking rip this, because I haven't had nicotine in two hours, so my body's panicking, because it's like, something is fundamentally wrong here, and I will rip the fuck out of this, like, way too much, basically negate what I just did, yeah. in terms of, you know, lung capacity. Well, you need to get off that nicotine stuff, because it's really bad for your lungs. Yeah, how is, how are you doing on it? Uh, I have cut down, but I won't say I'm, like... I'm not, like, uh, being, like, consistent, you know? I'll do, like, right a week where I'm, like, uh, just, like, really annoying and not doing it much. And then I'll randomly, like, start smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, what? Are... You're not addicted to cigarettes, man. And I'll yeah. stop doing that. And then I'll, like, just fucking rip Nick, like, constantly. Uh, I, was, I was smoking those spirits you left here, and I went out. I was smoking them pretty consistently. Like, and consistently, insofar as I'd have, like, two a week, which is insane for me because I just wasn't smoking. And then uh, I went out to have one today, and they were gone, and I think my mom threw them away. She was like, you're smoking again? And I was like, Thomas left these. Mom, I just... She's like, hit your vape. Don't smoke. And I'm like, Mom, this is definitely worse. <laughs> like, this is so... It's I'm burning hot metal and, like, Chinese cotton and fucked You think up Chinese liquid. cotton is better? No, I think it's worse. Like, vaping is... I, really? I really think this is worse. 
I think it's worse than having like a cigarette a day. Who no. has to pick the cotton over there? <laughs> the Uyghurs? Yeah, that's what I was leading you on. Anyway. Yeah, you think so? You think that that's the way they fucking do it over there? Do man? they grow cotton there? I don't think the soil is right. Child, child, uh, child. It's not dry enough. China's a big fucking place, man. I feel like they got places where you. What's can... the point of growing cotton there? I don't know. It's the big. It's a big fucking place. They got dude. silk in China. They got other shit too. They got fucking rice. I, I mean, I get you know they got all sorts. Of... <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do, man. They, they have do. They grow they rice. Do, they do. Congratulations. You and they idiot. they uh they raise pigs as well. They ra- They do be raising pigs. I read a, an article. Um, about how, due to the middle class growing in China, they've got like uh, a little bit more spending money in general. So like pork consumption is just skyrocketing there. That's because it's like kind of a delicacy for them. Yeah. Um. So they, uh, like experts are like trying to figure out like how to make that many more pigs, <laughs> and like what that's going to do for the planet because it's like. Yeah. It's like a lot of people who are starting yeah. to eat more pork. That There's this... Uh, anytime you see an article about something good in China, there's always like four letters, four words that like... It'll be an article. And it'll be like, China, uh, with the Belt and Road Initiative, has caused the middle class to expand and boom, and property ownership is up, you know, like insane amounts since the Cultural Revolution. But at what cost? Or, you know, like China, the state's providing free fucking blowjobs and handjobs at every corner store. But at what cost? It's always that, those four words. But at what cost? And the cost is always like, you can't like, I don't know, like you can't say fuck you to the, I don't know. Like you can't be like, eh, shit sucks here. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't. I don't know really all that much about China, but I think it's Dude, we should uh We should do a Chinese tour. Dude, I do want to go to. Fu- I want to go to the Orient, which I told no, you. No, I, I mean we should do it in like Louisiana, but just speak Chinese. Man, that would rock. I don't even think <laughs> <laughs> being in like Baton Rouge and being like something walk, I you know like. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to do a show where there's zero people other than us two. <laughs> even our girlfriends won't go to it. And the so. most like unhinged like swamp person who's just there because it's like yeah like something to do on a Wednesday. I came here down on the seat. I heard it a show. I'm not trying to do like a, a voice or anything. I, you know, I just don't. Know I, here's the thing. I think Chinese, I think Mandarin and Canton, I think it sounds cool. And so I try to approximate it. And I know I don't get close. Obviously, like, I think it's, you know, it's fucking, it's culturally insensitive to be like, bing bong. But it, it's, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's cool. Hey, you could disagree with me. I'm sure many people do. But I think it's cool when you're in traffic to not know any Chinese, but to be like, you know, like, I think that's fine to do. Um, I was in a, I, I had a, I was in a bit of a tiff uh, the other day. Tell me some, about that. With some friends. And by the way, this is a friend group of all white people and one Mexican is my, was this friend group specifically. And uh, my friend who's Mexican was like, you know, hey, like when y'all are rapping, like in your car, like you're hearing, like you're vibing, like, you know, like do you say the n word? And you know, like one of my friends is like, nah, man, I just like don't. And he's like, so do you just if you're like, you know, she don't cop from me, she get it from you. Just pause up the street, like do you just not? 
He was like, yeah, I just like take a breath. And I don't know why. <laughs> to me, that's like way more like stupid and like weird than to just say it, to be like, I'll be, I'll be at the, you know, and me and my, we, <laughs> it's just, it's fucking weird to like, I don't know. And so I was, I was making an argument. I was like, look, if I'm in my car, okay, nobody's in the car with me. I'm, and we're just, I'm fucking vibing in traffic. I'm listening to Freddie or Zero or whoever the fuck. Okay. Who, I'm in the car by myself. What am I going to do? I like do the I... idea that you listen to too much Freddie Gibbs and you can only say the N word in his voice now. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I have Zero and Freddy and then, like, I don't know, MF Doom. I don't even, I mean, he doesn't drop them that much. <laughs> are, you, are you rapping along to MF Doom? No, no, I, no. <laughs> but they, I, I've been, I was revisiting that Moon Food album, and so he was the person who came into my mind just now. But I was, <laughs> you're just like, you're vibing, but you're just reciting, like, yeah, like really annoyingly complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking wordplay. <laughs> Erroneous, felony, yeah, fuck it. No, I was like, I genuinely, I was trust, I was like making an argument. I was like, if you say it, like if you, like if you let one rip, like do you start like flagellating yourself? Like do you fucking ah, like no? Like do you start fucking beating the dog shit? Like what do you do? He's like, oh, I, you know, like well, you just shouldn't. And I'm like, that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking what happens. Like do you do you scold yourself in your mind? You know, like I, it seems very like. And then again, you know, there was not a one black person to, to offer their two cents in this conversation. It was just like five of the whitest guys I know and then my friend from the valley. So I was like, okay, well, we don't really have like a key authoritative figure to give their two cents on it. But, you know, it seems fine to me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on the record and say it's fine to do it. If you're alone. Don't. If you have a you, car full you, of friends. You heard it first here, folks. <laughs> Jake, Jake is over party. Um, I I hate to be the one to do it, but we're gonna we're gonna get get Jake out of here. Um, I'm mad at him because he smoked. He's his mom threw away my cigarettes. You were gonna you were gonna smoke those when you came back to my apartment. Yeah, in a few months. <laughs> I was planning on it. They've been I, sitting outside like, getting rained on and shit. Just like I'm gonna smoke those Al Capones at some point. Dude, they're still sitting here, man. Uh, well, if you fucking touch one, I'm going to find out, dude. You're going to kill me, dude? You're gonna fuck <laughs> no, me? I'll just find out. <laughs> and I'll be passive-aggressive about it for like six months. So be ready. <laughs> I'd never had an Al Capone before. Uh, my coworkers get annoyed with me, or did when I first started working at this job, because uh, I would buy cigarettes, but I'd get a different brand every time to try mm -hmm. new ones. Yeah. And they were like, bro, that's like, you don't do that. Like, you have your brand and you just buy that. And I would be like, this is a, this is Winston. Winston I'm going to try, <laughs> try this one. Yeah. And they're like, it's, it's a fucking cigarette, man. It's not going to be like. Flavored. Life changing, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Like, these are just different. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, this fucking webcam, man. The camera just droops down to Thomas's dick and balls. Uh, that was too high. <laughs> All right. We uh we used to do hey Mister like so we had a a couple people when I was a teenager that would like buy us cigarettes or like they were friends like in the friend group lived in the same neighborhood so they'd buy cigarettes and like fucking Phillies and shit Swishers. But if those guys like were like at work at like Pizza Hut or whatever, we would like you know go to the store and be like fuck I need to get a blunt you know smoke. 
And why we just didn't smoke out of a bowl. I don't fucking know. We were like, I want to smoke a bowl. You don't know. You're in fucking ninth, 10th grade. So I would like be hanging out outside the gas station in front of my neighborhood. And I'd be like, hey, man, um, I left my ID. Can you buy me a white owl? You know? And you know, a lot of times they like, you know, whatever. One guy was like, uh, they're 99 cents, dude. He thought that I was asking him to buy me one, I guess. <laughs> he was like, they're a dollar. Just go in and get one. And I was like, no, I I don't have my... He was like, oh. He goes, no. He was like, no. <laughs> it's like, he like didn't listen to me and he jumped to... It made me like in the... I was like, do you think I'm too broke to afford a fucking... <laughs> I was like, that's fucking disrespectful. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember this gas station we used to go to. The, the White House would be a slightly different price every night. But by like two pennies. It'd be like, all right, 108 with tax. 106 with tax. Yeah. Like on the same night. It was like, yeah. what do you mean? Like how did the tax change by two cents in like an hour? <clears throat> the times. So like my go-to brands of like, I'm fucking down, down the drain. No money in my fucking checking account. I'm broke was, uh, Paul Mall reds. And then, um, L and M Turkish blend. Those, L&M Turkish Blend are fucking expensive now. I don't know why. But Paul Malls have always been like, when you're like, you have the kind of money in your checking account where you're like, I should just, I should just do it. I just, you know, I, it's done. Like, the, it's like, you're negative. And so you're like, I was like scrounging change to get a pack of cigarettes. And, uh, this guy who worked at the gas station by my house, like the first house I had when I was in Austin, he hated me. Because I would never be quarters. It'd be like a couple quarters, but it would be, dude, dimes, nickels, pennies, <laughs> like two quarters. And, uh, you know, I would just be shoving this pie. And everybody's behind me just like, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, if I don't get, you know, nicotine, I'm going to crash my fucking car in the store. And uh, he was like, the one time he was like, you know, you can save. He was like, you can save, buddy. The chain should go to the bank. And you can get cash. You know, coin star, H-E-B. And I was like, are you telling me to take $5 worth of change, <laughs> go to the bank, you know, and be like, hey, can I just get five $1 bills? Like, that is psychopath. Like, that is unhinged. That's like shit you do, like, you know, yeah, like right before you're like, I just, I'll, I'll eat the whole bottle. Like, it's not too big of a deal, you know. This is something to do. You know, I don't, uh, when did Newports get so expensive? I feel like Newports had a resurgence the same way that it Parliaments did. It was like a it was like a cigarette that like <clears throat> there was a cigarette that like hipsters smoked, I guess. Because when I moved to Austin, it was still Native American, Native 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 American, <laughs> American Amer spirits. Yeah, yeah, it was still American spirit blues, and then the real cool guys smoked the blacks, the Pariks. But like when I was like. Like, 2014, I started seeing motherfuckers smoke Parliaments, which are, like, Vietnam-era cigarettes. They have the recessed filter. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that was really popular. Same thing with Newports and Newport Reds at that. Like, obviously, the menthols. And so I think, like, I'm assuming that these companies, they spend millions and millions of dollars on PR and advertising and research and shit. I'm sure that they keep up with trends and they notice that stuff and that they see a small tick in sales or whatever in, like, certain areas. They just, you know... I'm assuming I have no idea, but I know I know what you're talking about because there was a time when like people I knew that my whole life that smoked camels like camel 199s or, you know, just camel reds or whatever. I smoked Turkish Royals 
they would they just switched to Newport Reds or Newport Menthols, and I was like, why? And they're like, I don't know, it's just something new. And it was like I it was like something routine that I saw. So I get I don't know people just trying to be cool. I guess <clears throat> trying to be cool motherfuckers. You know, kids these days, they want to smoke the cool cigarettes. Uh, there's only one cigarette that's going to make you cool, and it's the word of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Who's with me? Um, Jake, ever, can I get an amen? Amen, brother. Did you ever go it to It didn't any... feel like you f- fucking meant that, dude. Amen, brother. All right, I appreciate that. Did you ever go to those big fucking... Um... They were like big ass, like worship, like youth things. Like there would be like a like a Christian rock band would play, and it would be like soaring on eagles' wings type fucking like, oh how he loves us bullshit. And then like a big, but there would be like fifteen twenty thousand people there. Did you ever Not fifteen twenty thousand people. No, that's a I'm an exaggeration. The biggest oh, okay. one I went to was I like, was like I don't 000. know where the fuck you were going to church. No, no, know. this was no, this was not church. It was like, it was like a. There's one called Passion. I never went to that one because it just it was, no. Is it a fucking nightclub. What? <laughs> Drake is yeah, there. Yeah, my Drake, kids Dr- to Passion. Drake's there and he's like, "Fuck, man." <laughs> uh, but there was a couple that I went to when I was like 12 or 13. Uh, that like our youth group would go to, and uh, everybody who did, I don't know, everybody who did this stuff to like. I thought that was yeah, <laughs> yes, dude. The like the the hands open, waving in the air, the eyes closed, mouth open, and they're like just vibing. I'm like, dude, that is. Would you do that at something? I mean, I don't know because I didn't enjoy it. I'm projecting it on everyone else. But I'm like, would you do that at a concert, man? Like like a show, like a a band that you really liked. Like, why are you doing that? But they're, I guess they're opening up their hands, and they're. They're opening it to the spirit. Yeah, I guess so. You, know? I you, you sound like a cynical Sam right now. <laughs> you know? I... <laughs> you know what I mean, man? Yeah, You sound Sam. like somebody who can't breathe through their nose whatsoever. <laughs> I guess I just never... I never had any of those moments. <coughs> there was one time we went to this Bible camp in Trinity, Texas. Um... And I went with the youth group and, uh, I found out from some other, my friends who were, grew up Catholic, that this is like a, a common theme in these like teen camps or what they'll do is they'll like have you outdoors doing outdoor shit all day, kayaking and fucking doing dumb shit. And then, you know, they'll feed you a little bit and there'll be worship and then you'll go out and do some more outdoor shit. You get tired, but it's not nighttime yet. It's not bunk time. And then uh, they'll have a band play super late. And then at the end of that, they're like, anybody who feels the Holy Spirit moving through them, uh, you know, you, you come up right here. You come around and, 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 and give your life over to the Lord. I understand a lot of you young people they are teenagers and a lot of you can't, you know, your, your life is in shambles, you know. And at the time, the only thing I was doing was like smoking weed and beating off and doing keyboard cleaner. But, you know, only a little bit. Um, but, I, here there. But, but I remember having like what I thought I was like, oh, fuck, I do feel a little little tinge of something. And I was like, you know, I was like tearing up or whatever. Supposed to get worked up. 
No, I think, well, again, when I, I was talking to some friends of mine and they were like, yeah, so the tactic is they like work you all day, like activities and shit and like fucking doing outdoor shit. They barely feed you and then they sleep deprive you. And then at two in the morning, they're like, anybody feel, anybody feel the power of the spirit right now? Anybody fucking feel the, the love of the Lord in their, in their loins and their hearts, minds, and spirits and souls come up and you're like, well, and you're with a, like fucking 500 other kids and you're like, wow. Maybe I do, you know, maybe that is, it is just exhaustion and like <laughs> sleep deprivation and hunger. And, uh, and it's like, you know, that I wonder how many people who experienced those biological emotions attributed it to like a experience with Christ. And now they have like six kids that they don't like or want to talk to, or, you know, like they I, I kind of had one of those, uh, when I was like 13, we went to yeah. this camp in uh, New Mexico and I was like, man, maybe that was uh, maybe that was a spiritual experience. And then, like two days later, I was like, because I like said to one of the youth guys, I was gonna like maybe sign up for to like a like a leadership type thing. Yeah. Like, uh, and I realized, you know, I really don't want to do that at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't want yeah. to fucking do that. So I just stopped going to church because I didn't want them to. Maybe I had like. I think I'd like said that I wanted to like uh help out with like a youth group or something and then I was like no, I think I just really needed some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was hungry. I needed a cigarette. There was a I think there was that that is like a I don't know, I had a similar experience because I was always like on several occasions they were like, "Hey, uh, I got pulled aside after youth group. We would break off into the groups of the guys and we would buy, do Bible study." And uh, on several occasions, I was asked afterwards by the the youth leader to, like, not ask any more questions during Bible study. And I wasn't, I was like, I'll, I'm not even going to lie. I was a smug little fucking prick at this age. I was still going to church, kind of, but I, like, didn't really believe in God, and I wanted everyone to know that I didn't. That was, like, my thing. And uh, And so I was like, you know, all of these things that I read on, like, Google, like, 10 contradictions in the Bible. It was just fucking little, you know, snarky, fucking smug asshole shit. But the weird thing was, is, is that in doing that, Dolly, what are you doing? Get away Dolly. from that. Uh, Come here. In doing that, I think like some of them were motivated, like, Hey, you know, you, you got a really great talent for like speaking. And, you know, have you ever thought about, uh, you know, like studying the word, going to seminary? And I'm like, Hey man, I try to make it my life like here to to be like the smuggest little like Bill Maher atheist teenager. Like that is basically what I'm into right now. And they're like, you know what that, I mean, you know, but the, the word will find its way into you. You just got a really good gift of gab. And I think, and I'm like, you know, I think it's just, if you show disinterest, I think it like spurs that shit on more, you know, like it like gets the fucking gears turning for some of those guys. Um, so oh, this of- is a challenge from God. Right. Some of them just want to touch teenagers and uh, sleep with them. I think that is... Do you have any proof of that, Jake? Or are you spreading insidious lies about the church with no evidence? Mm, I don't have hard proof, but, you know. You got soft proof? I got medium proof. You got you got uh, half chub proof? I got half chub. I got, yeah, I got quartered up. I got waistband proof. There was a, a guy that I roomed with in college for a bit who um, 
his parents were like super loaded and uh he was like a genuinely mentally unwell guy would have like uh he was the kind of bipolar where you can't really function in normal society like you know he like tried to burn our apartment down and like threatened to kill me and all this weird shit but anyway one day one day he was having like a good day and we were just chilling smoking weed and he was telling me that his parents he was like a you know his parents didn't have a lot of time spent a lot of time with him they worked a lot traveled a lot blah 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 blah, blah. but they signed him up for one of those like kidnap uh like things where they take troubled teens literally like a van he's like a van pulled up and some motherfuckers like his parents opened the door some motherfuckers showed up and they're like you're gonna get in a van and he's like i'm gonna start swinging and they were like you can do that if you want we're gonna swing too and they like restrained him and like he went in a van and they like they drove like um he was from colorado they drove like hours and hours and he was in a van with other kids and they were like, and they were like, all went to some space and got debriefed, which was like, yeah, well, your parents signed your rights over for about two months. So we're basically what's going to happen is uh, you're going to hike about 20 to 30 miles a day in the woods. Uh, you're going to learn to camp. You're going to learn to dig big fucking holes and like put meat in them and shit. Uh, and anyway, he was telling me I had heard about this shit like on the news. I'd read some articles and stuff, but I had never firsthand met anybody who had like been to one. Yeah. And I was like, well, what was it like? And he was like, you know, basically you're not allowed. Like it's literally, you're just out, you're just out in deep bush fucking hacking away with big swords and shit. And if you try to like fuck off the reservation, they just hunt, they just do like search like S E R E class to you and like hunt you down and you like stay longer. And your if the parents, if they want to can extend the time out, like as long as you're under 18 or whatever, they can extend how much time you're out there. And he ended up like fucking the game up so much that he just stayed out. Like he was like, dude, I, don't, I think I was out there for like six months. I don't know, man. Then they sent me to some boarding school. He was like, I met Robert De Niro's son in the woods. And I was like, wait, what? He was like, yeah, there was a guy there. And I, you know, he's like, well, you, know, you get to talking while you're fucking making camp or whatever. And like, what do your parents do? And I was like, oh, my mom's a you know, psychologist. And my dad's a judge. What does your dad do? My dad's Robert De Niro. And he, the guy, my my friend at the time was like, no, he's not. He's like, yeah, totally. He's Robert De Niro. And uh, he was like talking about that. Like, oh, it's cool. I met Robert De Niro's son. And then I asked him, I was like, did you see pictures of them together? And he was like, no, I didn't think to ask. And I was like, it's just as likely in that situation, you were just talking to a very insane, like 16, just so did he look like Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro is an old man. This was not very long ago, maybe eight or nine, uh, 10 years ago. So it was he like, did he had like a 15 year old son at like 70 years old? Like, I think you were just talking to a guy who was just like full of shit, like unhinged, you know, he was like, yeah, maybe. But, um, I think it would be good for me and you to do those, to run those things. Turn, I, uh, turn wayward youth into podcasters. I think that could go well. Um, what, what would be your first lesson? How to love. <laughs> Guys like us are good at that. You want to learn how to not hate? You got to learn how to love first. You, you want to learn how to, how to not hate yourself? You got to love yourself, playboy. The first secret to podcasting is always having a scripted show so you never fuck the show up. Don't be tired. Remember that Justin Bieber song? If you like the way you look so much, baby, you should go and love yourself. Is that Justin Bieber? Yeah. Mm. 
like 2017, 2016. Do you like Justin Bieber, man? No, I remember. Um, no. <laughs> so no. <laughs> so this is a funny little. Um, this is the reason I know this song is whenever I was. Uh, whenever I was fifteen, I uh, I broke up with my girlfriend at the time, and she. Uh, she subtweeted me by by posting a link to that song, because she realized that I was sarc- I would sarcastically at the time uh, brag to people that I was just extremely handsome. Uh, at the time that I I had acne pretty bad, and I also just had like a gut and was like skinny fat. Right. Like I wasn't ugly enough to where it was like to where it was clear clear like irony, that. but I yeah. wasn't like good looking. Right. So it was just a really confusing thing that I would do sometimes, but you know, I'm a bit of a mystery man. Yeah. I uh, there I was I was that age the MySpace times and people would change Yeah, man, their... you're old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey bro, you should just kill yourself. You're old yeah, as dude, fuck. Yeah, you're old as fuck and you got nothing left. <laughs> Your life is over, I've had, dude. like, two of the best years I've had, like, probably yeah. in my whole life, and you're just like, you're washed. <laughs> like, you're, you're fucking You're waste. fucking, you're fucking washed, washed, dude. dude. How old, what are you, 27? You should get the fuck out of here, dude. Eye. You're you not having any fuck, more good years after this. Fat old retard. You should fucking... 2021, last good year for Jake. After that, it's a fucking wreck. Fucking Dude, mess. just absolute dog shit. I just get into harder drugs that I never really got super into, like, the next... Just like, you can't yeah. take that many steps up from where you were. No, I, I. You can you, take a couple, but it's like, all right. I, mean, I would have to not... do like I'd have to be like doing Fint or like just doing black tar, I guess. Like you know, like even black tar isn't like that much worse than Dilaudid. I feel like no, it's not. It's really like it's really it's like, like a similar level. Just you know. Well, I mean, like I mean, I, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I guess I. Like, I, I don't think you would get more fucked up off heroin than you did. No, no, for sure. No. In fact, one of my one of my best friends who did both was like, yeah, you know, Dilaudid, it comes from the pharmacy. Um, it's a lot cleaner. Usually when I shoot black tar, uh, it's just kind of a gamble, you know? And I was like, so why don't you just shoot Dilaudid? And he's like, I mean, you know. And I was like, that's not a good enough answer for me, I have plenty of Dilaudid. You know, I get it for free. So, uh, yeah, you should have some more healthy Dilaudid, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, black tar. It's like, the is like chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very, You're yeah, doing a heroin better. in front of your mom. She's like, Jake, take you your Dilaudid. You need to get back on the Dilaudid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking it's nodding off, Dilaudid. like foaming yeah, at the mouth. She's like, H-E-D. Jake goes over, pulls the spoon. It's all fucking burnt up and nasty. And he's like... Jake, this, is this black tar? Is this China? Stuck? Come on, you know. Just get on your back on your Dilaudid. You were doing so good. <laughs> um, dude, that like, I fucking talk about it. That like, I don't, you know, it's hard to like, I, f- I feel like maybe, I don't know. I'm just being negative because I've been in a bad mood. But I feel like maybe you like burn out part of your joy receptors after a little while. Like I look at my dad, I feel like if I took my dad, my dad could never hike up the mountain, but if I could like teleport my dad to the top of a beautiful mountain, just fucking just mid spring in Montana, fucking creeks and waterfalls and snow capped. He'd be like, 
get me off this fucking. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't. You know, there's just no like uh, organic natural highs are are gone. Like sometimes I'll lift and I'll get a little like, you know. But it's like, dude, I yeah, you know, we've we've been down this road. I've done the fucking. I, I lived a stupid-ass life, so I feel like I've ruined myself in that way. You're talking like you're 75 years old right now. I have a pit. I, I do that sometimes, you know? Because I'll tell you what, man. There's always brighter days ahead. There is. I've Until just you're been... on your deathbed, then you know there's not. You know, it's over, and you're going to fucking die and rot away. <laughs> and in a few generations, you'll just be a picture... Tucked away in a photo album, nobody gives a fuck about you know. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I cannot. I, fuck, I got. You know, my nose is all stopped up. Dude, you. It. It literally looks like you inflated your face with air. Dude, I'm not I, trying to okay, be a dickhead. So this, this morning, I uh, I woke up sick. I was sick yesterday, but not like. Uh, yeah. Not quite as bad. I mean, I'm not super sick. I just I haven't taken anything for it. Uh. Anyway, this morning I was running late and. uh I forgot my, my Adderall and my Zyrtec at home. So, I'm allergic to a lot of, like, trees and plants. Yeah, you told me, yeah. So, that would be definitely a factor here. Oh, but, you know, like, at the end of the day, what's gonna, what are you gonna do? You gonna fucking take your medicine, go to church? Are you gonna do what the fucking Chinese government tells you to? No. You're going to die. You're going to, like, you can't breathe, and you're allergic to, like, bees and stupid gay shit like that. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I might die from, like, crawfish or something someday. Imagine that. That would be fucking stupid. I, but you I, never know. Every weekend since you came up for the show, uh, I've just been fucking eating and drinking. Like, fucking just going fat fuck mode. Like, and booze mode. I've just been fucking... And then, like, I have the audacity. Ashley be like, how you feeling? And I'm like, I feel like fucking shit. I feel like shit, and I don't know why. It's like, well... you For the last month, basically, um, every time Friday rolls around, you go, uh-huh. And you fucking eat about 10,000, 9 million calories in all in one day, in one, you know. And you do that, uh, and you, then you don't go to the gym. Which you know, like, you're kind of a rat in a wheel where it's like, if I don't, like, eat somewhat normally and keep the beer to a minimum and go to the gym, like, I'm, I literally, I feel like a fucking idiot. Like an NPC. Like, I just wander around my apartment like, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I know the reason for it. It's just I'm a fucking idiot and I have, like, the impulse control of a, a fucking wild pig. So I like don't know. <laughs> like I just literally, dude. It's it's so fucking frustrating because like I I've given up on therapy because I know what my fucking problems are. I have fucking bad head shit with food, and I need I have again just bad impulse control. I make fucking impulse decisions. I make impulse purchases. I eat impulse meals, uh, and uh, I'll have these like self awareness that'll click on, which is great. If I didn't have that, I feel like I'd be on one of them fat fucker shows we talked about a couple episodes back. I would one hundred percent be. Like, when I got up to 265, it it was actually a couple of my friends and then me, but one of my friends being like, mm-mm, man, you're fatter than fuck, uh, like, bad, and you stink. Uh, but I think if I didn't have, like, a good group of friends and a little bit of self-awareness, I think I would have just gotten, like, I would have been, like, they'd have to weigh me at the junkyard type shit, you know? So, again, I just have to keep all that stuff in check. And I know nobody gives a fuck about this, but, you know, this is my right. show. Uh 
and uh, it's your show too, but you you're the co-host, so you kind of have to deal with it, you know. Yeah, and also when you talk a lot like this, it means I don't have to for a while. <laughs> so you know, it's, I'm I'm always here for you when you need to talk about some gay bullshit for a really long time, you know. Yeah, I feel like I mean, you're just like checking what's on the audacity. You're like, you can talk, man. If you ever want to vent, dude. For if you ever need minutes. to vent to me, yeah, for another 15 <laughs> minutes and 50 seconds. Dude, I'm always here for you, man. Oh, you know, well, <laughs> and if you need to elaborate on that in a way that I find it difficult to interact with, so I have to be silent and then maybe say, yeah, every 10, 15 minutes, I know my place, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. They're not making fucking, uh, they're not making Vaseline like they used to. <laughs> what are you using Vaseline for? Oh, Jake. Silly, silly Jake. You don't know anything about lips. No, because I got beautiful, soft skin and my lips don't chap. Oh, you hydrated little. I'm little actually freak. super dehydrated. I'm just genetically superior to you in really? that regard. Oh, yeah. he thinks he's Billy Badass breathing through his nose. <laughs> oh, Mr. Here, Mr. Mr. Normal Skin and Mr. Mr. Lips King and... of the Nose Breathing. <laughs> I bet your nasal airways stay wide open. I actually bitch. have to. Uh, <laughs> bet you get fucked in the nose, dude. Bitch. I, I bet you get. I bet you one of them. <laughs> <laughs> retard. Oh, dude. you. Oh, you, you, <coughs> you breathe through that nose, nice boy. I bet you those holes get big. I bet you. Dude, I, I, the idea of being at a bar and you're like, like you're talking shit, but you're so sick that you're like, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, you fucking piece of shit, motherfucker. Like, and they're like, guys, like, and I, you know, I fucking don't. I use a lot of Afrin. That is why my shit is the way it is. Because I'm normally really stopped up, like all the time. Yeah. I have those like the nasal. I've shit. never really had that problem. Really? Because it sounds no. like you have a literally like a nasal passage filled with green slime. No, like I can breathe through my nose, but like. It's a new year, and, like, we're all making conscious fashion decisions, you know? And I've decided that breathing through your nose is chuggy. <laughs> but what breathing that? through your mouth is in. People were doing those in and out lists, and I thought that was the... I was... That was... I said... I said breathing through your mouth is, is in, and breathing through your nose is chuggy. <laughs> Shut up, gay guy. She, she didn't like that one, but I was just... No, that was uh, somebody else that wasn't. Uh, Jake just cut that in. Um, <laughs> I cut in a girl's voice calling you gay guy. You know, gay guy, it's like a. The term of endearment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like baby, know, got, sweetheart, gay sweetheart, guy, retard. Darling, gay guy. <laughs> Sack of shit, Get out of my room. Yeah, you fuck bad, uh, you stink, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Broke uh, bitch. Broke you know, dick, names like dick that for me that I, I like. I like being called stuff like that because yeah. it takes me down a notch. When you're an international superstar like like me and you, Jake, uh, sometimes you need to be humbled, humbled a bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. No, I definitely see you there. I understand it completely. <laughs> Dude, that sounds nasty, bro. You sound like you're dying. Do you have COVID? No, man. If there's one thing I'm not doing right now, it's dying. Um, did you get a? Uh, did you call out of work or something? 
No. Oh, okay. I, uh... I called that at work last week for my broken penis. I can't do that again. <laughs> it's very funny. Your boss is like, so what's going on, man? You're like, well, my dick broke and I can't breathe. This guy's like, uh, you want to explain? You're like, not really. Um, I got... I got my issues, you know. Every man's got his problems. I was uh, I was having muscle cramps real bad earlier, and I tried to pull myself up the tree, like up the rope or whatever, and I yeah. got like one foot off the ground. <laughs> and I just like, I had nothing. Yeah. It was like a huge tree. Yeah. And I was just like swinging like I was on a play swing, just back and forth very slowly. And I just unclipped myself and walked over, and I was like, I, uh, there was... doesn't seem like that'll be happening today, but. There were several occasions where, like, the only, like, shade from the sun would be, like, under one of the the forklifts that I would be, like, so a lot of, so there would be sometimes I would go to work on the shop, uh, the, like, the warehouse forklift, and uh, the warehouse, you know, obviously, like, it's a warehouse, there's a big fan in there, and I would be so tired and so hot, or if I was, like, sick, but didn't want to call into work, because, like, if you called in, if you did not bring a doctor's note, there was, there was no warning. Like, the, that, what they told you was the warning. If you didn't have a doctor's note, you were fired. Like, they would run you off or whatever. So I didn't like to go and spend money on a fucking doctor's visit for bullshit. So I would just go to work sick as fuck. And I would, like, lay under the forklift with, like, the wheels chalked. <laughs> and I would have, like, my fucking bag of, like, like I dude, just shit that you... I don't need to change, like, an oil filter or anything. Like, I like... I would have the wrong wrenches, a hammer, just shit that, like, and I would just get under it. <laughs> and I would get under it with one of the, we had those electrolyte popsicles. And I would bring, like, six or seven under there and, like, three bottles of water. And I would tell the other, like, the main mechanic, because I was, like, his apprentice or whatever, be like, Aaron, uh, you know, you fucking, Richie's texting me saying the fucking shoplift, propane tank's fucked and it's, it's smoking weird. And he's like, all right, you go handle that. I'm going to go work on the crane or whatever. And so I would fucking, um drive my little my truck over there and I would park the motherfucker and uh I would like be like hey I came over to take I would like double play I'm like I'm here to take a look at the the, the forklift and they were like oh it was just working I was like yeah somebody said it wasn't anyway chalk the wheels lay out a bag of tools lay under that motherfucker and then just like tighten and loosen shit for like an hour and then uh like eat popsicles and drink like six bottles of water and like kind of like micro nap for like three minutes <laughs> And then, like, you know, I'd slide out. After I felt I'd cooled off and had a break or whatever, I would, like, slide out. I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, uh, just need, I just, you know, needed to play, like, tighten some stuff up, replace oil filter. Uh, everything looks cool, you know. I'm not sure what the deal was. Guy's like, yeah, I was running. I don't know. Who told you it was broken? And I was like, I don't know. I got a text because <laughs> I didn't want to, like, because yeah. the warehouse guys are all close. So I didn't want to be like, uh, Rob. And he'd be like, Rob, what was going on? In the You know, and I would, they would get found out. <laughs> so I was like. I don't know, man. I just got a group text, you know. It's like, a, I, I gotta go. Bye. Like I'm getting my walker, my walkie or whatever. And uh, that was like, that was the anytime those crane operators make great money and it's a good line of work. Anytime I got called to go look at something in there, like their cockpit or whatever, like a dial was, and I didn't know how to do any of this shit. I had to Google it as I was doing it. But something was fucked up, dude. Some of those in, in the, some of those get colder than fuck. So there'd be a lot of times where, like, I would get in to the guy, and he'd, like, step out. He's like, hey, I need you to hurry up, man, because I got to fucking move metal. I got to get shit up in the air. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just let me take a look. And so he would hop out. I would get in there and, like, look inside shit. Sometimes it would be the AC. Sometimes it would just be fucking whatever. 
usually nine times out of ten, we would have to call like Biggie or like the actual owner of the crane to bring out an actual guy who works on cranes, who is a crane mechanic. Um, but I would just sit in there, yeah, and kind of like tap the dials or whatever. Oh, you have to. It's, <laughs> Not the it's dials, so fun but to like just the, be like, ah, I got to look at the compression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like, and it, he's, this is a crane operator. He knows his crane. I'm like, yeah, I'm just uh, like you're getting airflow in here. It's just, you know, it's kind of stale. I'll have to, you know, I got to get out on the side, check the AC or whatever. And like sometimes we actually did have to like fix the AC in these fucking things. But I loved being in those fucking things. First of all, I just felt fucking cool. I was like, damn, y'all sit in here 12 hours a day and just move. You almost kill people all day, but you don't. And that's what makes you good at your job is that you could kill a lot of motherfuckers with this thing. And you just choose not to, which is awesome. Respect to you. There's also, <laughs> dude, that's like why I, I like, I, uh, some of the bull rigger guys, like, uh, just, they would like, their job was, you know, they fucking tie off a piece of metal, crane flies it the fuck up, the unit or whatever. And I was like, man, this is a sick gig. You just tie knots all day. The guys like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to, trying to get it behind the crane now. And it wasn't until I sat behind one that I was like, man, do y'all, if one of these motherfuckers had a bad day, like a really bad day. And a lot of the guys that work in the industry are just, you know, some of them have bad days. You could really do some serious, before anyone could stop you, like could get in the crane to pull you out of it. If you just had like a big fucking piece of steel, you could take out 20, 30 motherfuckers, easy, swing it into the side of the fucking cooling tower, kill more people. Um, but, you know, that stuff's not good to do. Yeah, we don't really think about stuff like that, do we, Jake? No, I don't <laughs> I think about. It. I remember. Uh, I, I remember was up in a like. I hated getting up in the fucking man list. I've told you this before. I fucking hated it, dude. And I was like pulling numbers from the warehouse and like matching them with shit in the yard to send. I forget what I was fucking doing. I don't know. Busy work. And I was only up like twenty five feet because it was like a tall warehouse or whatever. But I was just yeah. like shaking, dude. Just fucking just shaking. And uh, the guy up there with me is just, dude, he's like, any sign of weak, dude, he was just laying into my fucking ass. He was one of the foremen, too, so I was just like, man, I just do not fuck with heights. And he's like, oh, if you're going to work out here, better get fucking used to it, blah, 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 blah. And uh, you know, we get down order. He's like, well, make, why are you so fucking scared, man? You ride roller coasters? I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking give a fuck about roller coasters. What makes you so scared? I'm like, well, when I'm up there, I can't think about, like, you know, just jumping off and, like, my neck breaking and I die, like, really badly. He's like. It was one of those where I just should have been like, I just don't like heights. But I was like, I a little too much overshared as I'm wont to do in certain situations. He was like, <laughs> just kind of like, I, I, what the hell? You know, like you don't know how to respond to something insane another person just said to you. Yeah. Kind of like now. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, one, one thing with climbing is, uh, you really, there's definitely not just one carabiner you can undo and then just like, you know. Right. I feel like it's a multi-step process if you wanted to. to no, there, there is one. Oh, oh, you're saying there is one. I thought you said there was not one. I was kidding. Oh. There is, uh, they're like, yeah, there's two carabiners where if one just, uh, it's happened before where it'll, uh, snag on something and the gate starts to open and it's hooked onto my climbing saddle yeah while i'm suspended okay that's not fun <laughs> i saw a video you posted where you climb a tree in the backyard and you like fell like 10 feet it looked like you like rack you posted it on twitter 
Look like you like hit your cock and balls or whatever. Um, no, I just hit the inside of my thigh. Uh, but it looked like it was. It could have been like one of them really bad ones, like something you wouldn't post on the internet, maybe. No, it was funny. Uh, also, I didn't fall. The tree, uh, the branch decided to fall. Mm, but you did fall. Like you did fall. A little bit. <laughs> but I didn't fall. The branch fell, and I was. I decided to follow. Oh, uh, okay. You could have stayed there and floated had you wanted to. I could have. I, I could have done a lot of things, and it's all about hindsight. And foresight. You know, like you've got hind skin. Let's hear it. Let's hear you finish that. Hind skin. <laughs> man, I... Oh, man. That's where they trim up your... That's where they tighten up your ball sack when you're born. That's hind skin. Um, so it looks like a globe, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's... That's, that's why that, you got that line down the middle at the bottom of your sack? Yeah. It's like a zipper. Yeah. That's your... That's where they took off your hind skin. <laughs> so you're that's saying that all men up. not only get the, you know, penis mutilation, but we get smaller nut sacks also? Yeah. Uh, you can get hind skin cancer also. Mm, like Because you got your, your hind gland. <laughs> right. Dude, I love glands. I do be fucking glands go hard. They be busting. Yeah, they be busting, dude. <clears throat> I like glands, and they they they're fi. <laughs> dude, your glands are on fleek, bro. Hey, <laughs> I don't know why fi of all of them. It's just like I. <laughs> your glands are fi, bro, and you have. Dude, you I'm have... gonna run down on your glands. <laughs> That's on phone him. That's on all the dead hummies, dude. It's on phone him. Yeah. I uh, I saw this video on Twitter today of uh, it was like fifteen Mexican kids with like the Edgar haircut or whatever, like all like dancing. Yeah, in did, unison. yeah. Did they have the gun? One of them had the gun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was in uh, that was in Fort Worth. Was it really? Yeah, it's in uh, like the North Side or whatever. But I immediately like as soon as I saw the video, I was like, "Are these Fort Worth Mexicans?" Because this is like a there's like a very specific um. Like a loadout, like a type of yeah, yeah, yeah. So where I was, I'm... I was uh, friends with a guy in high school who was like looked like all of those guys. Yeah. Um, the the two types from where I'm from in Pasadena, like Southeast Houston area. Um. So you got, uh, like North End, like cowboy hat, just basically cowboy gear, <coughs> and lifted truck. And then you have like. Uh, Polo, like medium, too tight polo, way too tight jeans. Sometimes maybe lifted, but usually a, like a just a kit. It's not really lifted uh, or lowered. And, yeah, lowered, and then they'll have a thing of Blantons on them at all times, which is the whiskey. It's like a fifth. When I used to go hang out with my one of my best friends, like like parties with his family and stuff, I've talked about it before. They're like a Salvadorian and Mexican and all this stuff. Uh, you'd see a, like each type of guy, each type of loadout. And then, of course, you just have your, like, old head cholos or whatever that, you know, exist in every, you know, ecosystem. But I think my favorite is, like, the skin-tight, light blue denim and then, like, Chelsea boots, but, like, polo. And they've got a little bit of the, – the sleeves are tight, so it makes them – it does give them sort of a build, but their belly is still, like, a guy who drinks a lot of bourbon and beer. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? And then, like, a really annoying belt buckle. 
uh, and then yeah, the truck can be lifted or lowered, but I feel like the lifted as long as it looks annoying. Right, right, right. Like like, like it's one of those like uh, like like uh, like bought on those F one fifties or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like well, two thousand two or whatever, and it's like it's like lowered, and then it's got like it's got like a Carolina squat or whatever, where it's like yeah, back. yeah. that's a good one. The dude, I love it when guys take like old fleet model GMCs and then airbrush like a big titty nun on the back, and she's like praying in front of an oasis and shit like that, dude. Uh, like I genuinely think that that's fucking sick, and I've always like. Like, I've always wanted, like, one of my, like, a dream things as a kid that still exists today is I wanted to get an El Camino. And I wanted to get, I don't even know who you'd call. Like, because you know that those guys have guys. That's all they do. I don't know who, who to call, who to reach out to. Like, Google Air Pro, Airbrush Big Titty Nun Oasis guy. Like, I don't know who I would contact. But that shit is so fucking sick. Like, it's awesome. Uh, to, like, to ride around town. And, like, a lower GMC Cyclone. A sick truck. Like, by all, you know. Uh, and then, you know, the paint job is the paint job, but the, the fucking trailer of it. Yeah, it's yeah. like SpongeBob getting a blowjob or something like yeah. that. <laughs> well, it's, like, yes, it's there are genuinely absurd ones I have seen. But the the theme is, like, like, Salma Hayek, but religious, and she's, like, inviting you to come into like a waterfall like i guess that's like the best that i can fucking think of it those are so it's fun. just it's just every every one of those guys this idea of having yeah well it's like like when they were 12 imagine like, like you're not wearing your seatbelt and you fly out of the windshield and that's the last thing you see as you're, <laughs> as you're doing flips and about to hit the pavement yeah you're like on the freeway and you're like man this you lock fucking... eyes with salma with the nun uh, yeah. salma hayek and you're like I'm going to heaven, baby. And you just end up fucking pink mist on the side of I-45. <laughs> fucking, um, yeah, those, uh, the lifted, I've, I see a lot of the cowboy style guys that just have trucks like, uh, construction owner dads. There's a lot of crossover there. Um, they have the, first of all, they have the LED, like the halogen or LED lights that are just like they fuck your whole, yeah. like, I hate that shit. I can't fucking stand it. I don't know why motherfuckers do that. Um, and then uh, underglow, usually white, sometimes. Or, or whenever it's a rainbow, but it just looks like a like something you'd have like in a teenager's room or something. <laughs> well, right, uh, the fucking the underglow, like under the yeah yeah dude. I, dude, I honestly think if it's a solid color, like on a car, like a rice burner, I think that's kind of cool, or like a BMW. Or but when you do it on a truck, yeah, I'm cool it, with it on like a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah, I think that shit looks cool. But it's weird, like, I don't know why, but on a truck, it's like, it just, it, I feel like I'm at a showroom or something. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck, you know. <laughs> also, all those guys, regardless of if they're like, you know, like, uh, just white dudes who like weld or just, they're all, watching those dudes get into their lifted fucking truck is hilarious. They have to grab the side mirror and they got to like bring their, le they're all like 5'4". <laughs> so it's like, they have yeah. to do like a full pull up, like into the truck and then get in it. It's like watching them get out like they jump. Like they, they draw. It's like a Yeah, I used to work with a guy who had like a big lifted Dodge. And he was like, uh, he didn't have his papers or whatever. And he had to make a truck payment every day. What? 
<laughs> it was like fifty dollars a day or something. Oh, okay. I mean, that's still really that's so much fifty dollars yeah. a day. I, something like that. There's a lot of like. Um, I mean, he had just been like fucked basically, but. Well, there's a lot of places like in in I mean in Texas, of course, it's like if you if you need a car to get around, like I you see places like no credit check, like no paperwork, and I've always wondered like. This is definitely predatory. Like, this is... These guys... These people are fucking other people over. But, like, how do you... Yeah, like, how do you... Do you have a bank account? Like, do you go to the car dealership and you give the guy $50, like, every single day after work? That's where my dad gets his cars. Because he just doesn't have, like, a credit score. Oh, well, he does. But it's probably so bad that a bank would, like, shoot him if he came in and asked for a loan. So, like, all of his cars he gets from the places that, like... Yeah, all the billboards are in Spanish. And, like, you know, no credit check, no job, you know, no... Uh, <laughs> no house like no family well it's all good like come in and you know get a car or whatever and he's always like man i got i'm making like 500 dollars payments for the next like six years and i'm like on what and he's like a 2010 fj cruiser <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> like dude that's not i mean i guess when your options are limited but you're like not a and like an undocumented person you're a guy who was born you know in jacksonville texas so you can get a car like, you know, you can you don't have to live like this. Anyway, if you like this and you thought it was the funniest thing and most interesting yeah. thing in the whole world, head on How over to you... Patreon. Give us five fucking dollars. Uh, we didn't have to just do give the... us some fucking money. Yeah, just Piece give us money. Give us money. Give us money. Give us money. Goodbye.